Welcome to the Christy Taylor Show. I'm your host, Christy Taylor. Super excited to have you here for another great episode here inside the Taylor Tilton Hour on Tuesdays here on Comcast 31. You can also watch the replays on YouTube, as well as check us out on all your favorite podcast platforms. Now, today I'm super excited to get to know a musical legend in the VA area, oh, not too far from my birth city, DC. I'm super excited to have him. And we got to give a shout out to, once we get into the show, our connection. But I want to help you welcome to the show, Reggie Halsey Jr. He's the son of Reginald and Felicia Halsey. One of his most precious accomplishments is being the father of his three wonderful children, Deasha, LJ, and Taylor, who he eventually wants to leave his legacy and wealth. Music is certainly in Reggie's DNA coming from a long line of singers and musicians. Now, he started at the age the tender age of three, playing the drums. Now, soon after, he taught himself to play the keyboard and eventually was able to, check this out, fluently play seven instruments. Now, Reggie has produced and accompanied many Grammy and Stella nominated artists throughout his musical journey. Now, after a tragic accident, his life changed and music began to play a different role in his life. Now, he has now stepped back into the industry, but this time in a different nature, Reggie is not only writing, but performing his own music. With the power of God on his side, he is working harder than ever to share his God-given gifts and stay in the will of the Lord. I want you to help me welcome Reggie. Hey, welcome to the Christian Taylor Show. Very Thank well. You so much. Now, of course, we have to shout out our connection because you're all the way in VA and I'm all the way here in Memphis. Let's show some love to our amazing mutual friend. You want and me to that do it? Yeah, go ahead. Oh, okay. <laughs> I'm sorry. I was like, oh, we want to give a, a shout out to Lydia. Thank you so much for the con connection of getting uh, me with Miss Christy. Um, I'm, I'm really excited about this. You know, and I had the pleasure of having her on as a guest early earlier this year. And I, I just totally love her story and love her spirit and grateful that she's still connecting me with amazing people like you. Now, getting into your story, DNA, it's music is in your DNA. Can we talk about your long music legacy? Yes, we can. We definitely can. Um, one of the one of the things that um, I grew up in this and then I can start from uh, with the Soul Sterles. Uh, my grandfather, Jim Halsey, was. Uh, a member of the Soul Sterles, and then he left the legacy on to my father um, and his brother, which uh, his brother was a member of this group. Uh, well, one of the founding members of uh, Virginia Airs, and my dad also mm -hmm. sung um, in the quartet uh, genre in this area, so they were very well known. And uh, my my dad married my mother, which is her entire family, eight brothers, I mean, eight siblings, three brothers and and five sisters. Uh, four sisters, I'm sorry, but they were big in the music, the Copeland singers. Mm -hmm. My uncle, Tony Copeland, is a professional yeah. jazz artist. Um, so like I said, DN the DNA, is, it's uh, the X and the Y both had yeah. music in it. So I had no choice yeah. <laughs> but to have uh, music. <laughs> but I've also um, done things with George Huff and uh, I played an MD for him and Patti LaBelle and I've did some work with the Mighty Clouds of Joy, Keith Wonderboy Johnson. I was a member Ford, um, one of the world-renowned producers, Ray Braswell. I've did some work with him. I've sat in and played for Darrell McFadden. Uh, wow, um, I'm 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 going. I'm trying to just trying to remember all of the people uh, <laughs> that I've. I've there's been so many, and I, I um, I've had such a, a 
different chance to play uh, Jaheim on the uh, R&B side. It's just been a um, an amazing journey for me to be able to produce and uh, to play and travel all over the world and, and just wow. to, to play. Uh, I'm a natural keyboard player. Actually, I should say I'm a natural drummer. But yeah. <laughs> uh, shortly at the age of 13, I took over uh, playing the keyboard. And that actually what I began to be known for was playing keyboard. Uh, so I actually did that for a while. And then my latter years before the accident, um, I picked up the bass and that was another secondary instrument that I traveled, uh, playing, but I'm also fluent on the saxophone, the trumpet, uh, the trombone, the organ, the flute, the guitar. So it's just, I, I'm a true instrumentalist. <laughs> I love, I love music. I love music. So, um, music has definitely been in my background. Well, Reggie, it's definitely not in the background. It's in the DNA. It's in the foreground. It's on. You had me at Soul Stirs. Can I just <laughs> pedal back to the Soul Stirs? Here in Memphis, you know, and I know if you're in the quartet world, you already know we, we got deep, deep Big, roots. When it, deep deep roots, roots. Very deep roots. Right. And um, coming, I was D.C. born, but, you know, my mom was from Mississippi originally, and they lived in uh, Western Tennessee at, when she was growing up. So when we moved south, that was one of the first forms of, of young choir music that really captivated me was quartet. Right. And in the Baptist church, they would have singing unions usually on a fifth Sunday. And those right. who, and I believe the church that we attended up in the rule, there was a history that the solsters, that the original solsters had come to that smaller church. And it goes back in the oh, day, wow. the Chitlin wow. Circuit. So, uh, but even as I grew older, I just fell in love with the music, the Fairfield Forum. When you said the mighty clouds of joy, come yeah, on. That's man. right. Yeah, it's, it's, it's a bunch of them. Canton Spirituals, I, I'm actually, uh, I, that Harvey is, is definitely somebody I, I call him Pops. I actually, uh, his birthday was just uh, last week. We just text last week and I uh, I text him and, and, um, I told him happy birthday. So yeah, it was, that's definitely when it, when I went through this accident, he, uh, was a point of contact. I heard from him mm -hmm. like every other week. Uh, so yeah, that's a, definitely a good friend of mine. Well, you know something I, I saw people were posting that on social media. I said, look at him still looking good, still looking good. <laughs> I had, when Thank I you. was, when I was in my, um, gospel radio years, I had a chance to, uh, host a couple quartets because oftentimes most people, you know, I've, I've had a very wide variety of, of musical history, mostly in gospel, um, but different genres. So when people find out that I had love for quartet, they were, they were kind of surprised. It's like, you know, you go from Amy Grant <laughs> to, 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 to the Cantor spiritual, like, yes, Keith Wonderboy Johnson, come on now. So yeah. uh, I, I just love great the harmonies, but I think, um, when you're talking about the musical history that you have, I, I think what I find amazing is how you were able to uh, really bridge together a lot of, like you said, both sides of your family because quartet and then you had an uncle who does jazz on your mom's yeah. side. Um, how has that influenced you uh, in your musicality and as you approach music as a producer well, and a writer? Well, um, the thing about it was I, I, I grew up um, more in the um quartet genre but what happened um as being the genre and as me being a keyboard player i started to broaden um my skill level of playing and um started to go over to uh the choir circuit and the uh contemporary circuit so uh me being over that side and, and having musician musician friends and things of that sort uh kind of enabled me to uh look at it in a different you know in a different way and i always uh 
<laughs> I get in trouble when I say this, but I always say, you know, I love my worship music. Worship music, I feel like, is changing. It's the it's the music that kind of can change your life. But yeah. there is nothing like quartet is feel good music. It's yes, like that it type is. of music that the the beat just just resonates in you. And I mean, you just it just makes you want to move. And I, I'm not saying that you know worshiping contemporary music doesn't do that, but uh, it's just you know I, I call quartet music the blues. The blues and funk circuit of the contemporary yes. you know that's you know, that's kind of like uh, that's our blues you know yes, and i love it a, yes you know i'm glad you said that because um if we, if we can get because i love music my, like i said music was my first love before i ever did media you know broadway was my first ambition um oh, but wow, radio, okay. yeah radio found me in college and it really worked well with my temperament uh but at, as i've gone through different chapters of my life, music, I still find very intriguing. One of the things when you're talking about, because uh, I went to a Christian university and praise and worship and very ultra contemporary music. Like I said, you know, I grew up between Andre Crouch, James Cleveland, the Hawkins, wow. Amy Grant, okay. Imperials, Russ Taff. You know, that was the tapestry, the Clark sisters, you know, coming from Baptist and Church of God in Christ and Pentecostal upbringing, then going to a very charismatic school. So I have a, a large tapestry, the Winans Commission, you know, John P. Key, you know, but when you talk about quartet, like I said, as a little girl, those singing unions and the the, the hand clapping and the That's foot right. stomping and That's just right. the, the exuberance of the performances. So when I was in radio years, decades later, and I would see that I was like, oh my God, they are the best performers. I will That's say right. That's they right. are the best performers out of everybody's because That's they right. So much into it, and and I will never forget when I first saw coming back to Memphis. You know the Brown singers, and you had a Andrew Cheers, and you know just Andrew a Cheers. lot. Of, you know the stars yeah. of just different classic, you know groups here. And I saw that what, we, what I call the stroll down the hall, down the aisle. Down down the aisle. That's right. That's right. <laughs> at that point, I would just have to jump up. I just had to. That's right. it's, it's like you, you, the, the mic is at the table. You know, you don't That's put right. it on, but you. I said that right there is some of the best performance. So I have a yes, strong love and a very deep respect for quartet music because it is it is our foundational music, just like blues. Out of out of blues and quartet, which is the same, even toning, you know, when we get into the musicality of it, chords right. and things of that nature, um, the message was different. And out of exactly. both that 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 deepness came the jazz came the gospel came That's the right. r&b came all of that so we got to get back to that rudimentary so i just had to get and a little nerdy to had to get a little nerdy with no you. no no it's okay it's, it's, it's um you know that's kind of that that is definitely the truth i mean i heard you say um andre crouch my actual what's funny is and i uh my sister uh actually was um very close with andre um crouch my sister actually sung background for michael jackson so what? she was in yeah my oldest she sister in Sasha Halsey. wow she was in uh she was actually a, a very big pageant queen she was in the midst of virginia pageant and uh won so many different pageants but yeah she ended up singing background so her connection with sandra cross i was too young to be around at the time but you know it's just it is i i am a i'm the little brother that that brags that's a big bragging point for me my sister got to sing with michael jackson so she was a background singer yeah, between Michael Jackson and Andre Crouch, you had me. Yes. What's her name? What's her sister's name? Natasha. Her name is Natasha Halsey. Wow. Well, Unless actually, you, you know what? I'm gonna I'm gonna say that right because my brother-in-law will get me now. She just got married, so now her name is Natasha Halsey Holland. 
That's her name now. Okay, put, put some respect on that last name. Put some respect. That's right. on now That's speak, right. about, speak about that. Speaking about family, one of the things that you you notice that that music is wealth that you want to leave your legacy, your wealth to your children. So can you talk about yourself in in lieu of not just the music, your extended family, but what you've contributed and how you are in the twenty first century raising children? Right. Um, that's actually a, a great, um, great time for me to kind of it. People that know me, if you kind of, you know, even if you, you know, social media has definitely took over uh, the platform of, of getting to know people. You have so much access to people that you would have never met before in your life. So uh, one of the things that people do know me was when I did sing with my quartet group, one of the things that I used to always keep with me was my son. And uh, one of the things that my son, he was just, I was a mover. I was one that just liked to move and stuff like that. And my son was a mimicker. So he used to be on stage playing his guitar and, you know, he would be shouting around and, and it was just everybody kind of uh, fell in love with my son. So my son, he's still, um, he's he's a little older. He's 10 now. So okay. he's in his cool stage. So I don't know if I can get him. <laughs> I don't know if I can get him on the stage anymore, but um, he's definitely, uh, he's a singer. He's a musician. He plays uh, keyboard and drums very fluently. Um, and then I have my daughter actually, um, when we talk about this CD that I actually released on uh, July 17th, um, I actually have a song up there. It's called uh, I Will Follow You. And it's actually featuring um, my oldest daughter, which is also a singer and a dancer, um, my and my two youngest kids. They are all three singing on the song, and it's actually pretty beautiful. Yeah, you know, <laughs> this is a good segue since you talked about your amazing children, who who are also definitely drawing from the wellspring of your talented family. That's Let's right. Let's talk about the project. Okay. Um, when I was in the accident, uh, like I said, we'll get to that. But when I when no, I was in the accident, one of you want to, if you want to, we can say no, 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 we can, okay. we can, we can say, we can say, wait, to it. It's okay. Um, I came, you know, I, I always, I will always, always writing songs for different artists, always, even with the group that I was singing with, um, uh, a large percentage of the songs that the group was singing, um, between me and the leader, we was definitely doing all of the writing, and uh, it just, to me, when I heard the songs, I would write them, and and it didn't come over well until I heard somebody else's voice on it. So I would always write for somebody else. And then when I heard it, it was just like, you know, when I would sing it, I would have to sing it in order to, you know, give the artist exactly how it goes. But then uh, when I would let them sing it, I'm like, okay, there it is. This is perfect. And um, through this story, you know, God has basically uh, revealed to me that it's not necessarily, you know, I'm a pretty good singer. I don't claim to be the best singer. I'm a pretty good singer, but uh, it's not necessarily um my voice that the the tone of my voice that mm. that is is needed for the people is is just is the fact that on the flip side it is my voice because yeah. i'm here and i'm yeah. you know i'm my songs have a little bit more passion in them because they're all of my songs was written um dealing with what i was going through at the time so the cd uh you can go on your social media i'll take my little plug time go you uh, can go on, <laughs> you can go on any social media outlet uh digital media outlet i'm sorry um spotify itunes um any of those uh digital media outlets and type in reggie halsey and it's called 17 and you can just spell out 17 um and it's 17 songs 17 different songs and i'm featuring so many different artists uh quartet uh uh, contemporary, my family, my dad, my uncle, my sister, uh, my kids. It's just, um, it's an amazing CD and it's all inspirational 
music, mm -hmm. all music basically to uh, to tell you to keep working, don't quit. Um, guys got your back. I mean, it's just everything mm -hmm. is basically inspiration. It's nothing sad. Mm -hmm. You know, it's basically just that music when you're really going through to kind of, you know, remind you like, I, right, you know what, let's do it. You know, so that's that CD is uh that was the latest CD that I came out with on July the 17th. And it's called Reggie Halsey 17. So you definitely should go get it. Yeah, definitely go get that digital. And I would like to beautifully said 17 songs that are inspirational. So now I would like to get to where the where the source of the pain and the trauma that birthed this album. So are we talking 2018? 2019. 2019. What was happening? Yeah, what was happening in the 2019 that led to, uh, to this? 2019, uh, August the 5th. I was on my way to a um, um, uh, engagement with the group. Um, and I was kind of going through um, because I had a little bit of back problems at the time at my job. I'm actually a, um, um, by trade, I'm a longshoreman. Um, so I drive a, a big tall crane instrument uh crane uh for work uh it's actually called straddle carrier and um i was having back problems but i was so i was getting cortisone sites if you know anything about those <laughs> so i was, wasn't really going to go on the trip and you know this group was shorthanded and i was like you know what i'll go ahead and go went to new york uh on my way back coming from new york to virginia is about five hours right i was literally seven miles from my car and my car that I was in, I was asleep. And I, well, actually I had just literally opened my eyes and uh, we were T-boned. And when we were T-boned, the car flipped over and it was five of us in the car. Mm -hmm. um, I was the only one seriously hurt and I mm -hmm. couldn't get out of the car. And mm -hmm. I knew that something was wrong because I was, how close my knee was to my face. And, okay. and I was just, I was not crying but I was just pleading to God. I said, God, don't let me die. And I kept screaming, don't let me die. Don't let me die. Only thing that came to my mind was my kids. I am a avid father, love my kids to death. And that's all I could think about. was like, don't let me die. Like, I don't want, I don't want nothing to happen to my kids. And uh, so got in the ambulance and um, they got me out. And when I got out, I was just like, okay, I'm good. I'm still alive. Mm -hmm. I got in the ambulance and um i heard the um heard one of the the people say he said he's not gonna walk again and i opened my eyes and i looked at him and i don't know if he thought i was just kind of out of it um but i opened my eyes and i looked at him and i was in my mind i was like well how do you know like you just got me you know off the so i, mm -hmm. I just kind of closed my eyes went to the to the hospital uh they rushed me to the hospital i was able to call my mom someone to call my mom and my family and I told them in the in the same voice that I'm probably telling you right now. I said, "Hey, mom. I said I just got in an accident. I think I broke my neck." I said, "But they said I'm not gonna walk no more. But don't worry, I'll be good. I'll walk again." I said it just like that. And my mom, so much so that my mom said, "What?" And I said, "I said it again." And I said, "So you probably need to come. I'm at Norfolk General Hospital." And I said, "But they about to take me back to surgery." So my mom came up there, and um, mm -hmm. after that time, um, I. I I don't, I don't know if you ever heard people say they, they see the white light when they, you know, yes. that's totally true. I, as they were doing, I guess it was when they were doing the surgery. Mm -hmm. um, I saw the light and when I went, I was going towards the light and 
never was afraid, never thought I was dying. But I heard literally, as, as clean as me and you are talking right now, I heard God say, you're not, you're, you're not, this is not your time. You, you're going to be okay. You're going to be back to normal. It's going to be hard. You're going to mm -hmm. have to work and it's going to hurt, but you're going to be okay. Trust in me. So I was just like, I woke up and when I woke up, I went through some of the most uh, mm -hmm. traumatic events from them telling me that I was going to die uh, when they, they was going to do certain things to me and they, they say you're going to die. And um, through that, I was cutting the uh, expect the expected time that I was supposed to be in uh, the different places. I mean, I was cutting. I was supposed to be in ICU for about a month or two. I was in it for three days. I went from I was supposed to be in the step down unit of ICU for about two months and I was in there for about three weeks. Wow. So uh, maybe a month after the accident, I was in rehab. I was in a mm -hmm. um, a full inpatient rehab and in that full patient rehab in my mind, I'm a very strong minded person. I come from um, I lost 90 pounds. I was full of muscle. You know, and I so I'm just working out six times a week. You know, I was just one of those people that was just very healthy. Mm -hmm. So um, I'm just like, oh, I got this. I got this. Mm -hmm. One day, my uh, um, physical, my my therapist came to me and said, "You need to get used to being in a wheelchair for the rest of your life." Broke me. I mean, I cried and I cried and I cried. I got into bed. I didn't do anything that day. And when I was asleep. God came back to me when I was asleep and he said, what did I say? I told you that you was going to be okay. I told you that it's going to take some time, but you're going to be okay. You're going to come back to normal. And when I woke up, I just instantly got that feeling. It was just like, well, whose report are you going to believe? You know, am I going to believe what they told me? I'm going to end. And from that point on, I just, I literally believed, I just believed that my legs were going to come back. I would look down at my legs and I would be trying to move them and they wouldn't move and I would not stop. I would not stop moving them. They used to tell me, you know, you well, let's work on your, let's work on your core because you're going to need to move side to side. And I was like, no, let's work on walking. And, it, and they wanted me to stay away from walking because they didn't believe I could do it. The last week I my legs started flinching. Tears was coming out my eyes and it was just, it was the, the most amazing thing. I was just like, wow, it's coming. And then I ended up coming home and uh, going to uh, another therapist and they were looking at me like, you know, they were very, 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 you know, they were giving me all this, this accomplishment, these uh, uh, goals and saying, you're doing good and you're doing good. But I I was they just look I could tell them in their eyes that I was bad off. And then COVID happened. Ooh. So then mm -hmm. I was home for three months with nothing to do. Mm. You know, I can't fend for myself. And you know what? Through that COVID, COVID was a blessing to me because what COVID did was mm. it gave my body time to heal. No therapy, no nothing. It just allowed me to just sit there and I feel like I, it was this is not you know anything that was told by a doctor but in my mind i really feel like it was i was able for those uh nerves and things to kind of just kind of slowly get their selves um into the position that they needed to be in because because when i came back to therapy they were expecting me to be like you know when okay. they came back to therapy 
yeah, they when I came when I came back, they was like, yo, who are you? Like, this is not the person that came to us three months ago. You know, I was lifting up and doing things like that. And um, to kind of cut across the I was told that I was going to never walk again. Mm-hmm. And just um, week before last. Yes. Just week before last, I took 126 steps by myself. From a person that was never told he was going to walk again. <laughs> God is able. God is able. God is willing. God is still a miracle. I'm looking at a miracle. Wow. That's right. That's right. That's right. So it's definitely um, I'm just trying to spread the 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 motivation that you know the mind the mind is the biggest muscle in your body. The mind is the biggest muscle in your body. What you think, if you don't think it, it's not going to happen. If you don't see it, it's not going to happen. You literally have to believe and you have to put the work in and and with the faith you know i i you know they are, they say i don't know if you heard the, the old school saying you know if you take one step he'll take two you know so in my mentality i'm saying well you know what i'm gonna take 20. because if i take 20 <laughs> he gonna take 40. <laughs> i like that math i like that math. yes yes indeed. so um you know this journey is is definitely uh you know, people say all the time, I, I never went down. You know, I never, I never, well, I had a few times where it was just like, God, why me? But, you know, they always say, you know, well, you should go to, you should go to a therapist. And I'm like, no, I don't, I don't need a therapist. You know, I, I have the most amazing therapist there is, you know, anytime that I'm uh, down, you know, I, I, I look at, I pray to God and, you know, I talk to God and I'm just like, Hey, and, and I need you right now. And I'm, I'm always upbeat. I'm smiling and, you know, I'm a tall figure guy. It could be a little discouraging. You know, I'm, I was 236.5. You know, I'm, I'm a big guy. So uh, it could be a little discouraging. But, you know, nothing worth having is there's not, nothing easy worth having is easy. You know, if if you work hard, the things that really are worth having, sometimes you got to work hard for them. And that's just the mentality that I got. I'm just going to sit here and, and do what I possibly can and work hard and share my story of my belief in overcoming what a lot haven't you know a lot give up and i'm 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 pretty uh stoked about this this journey yeah i'm so grateful i'm I'm really grateful to hear this testimony and and to hear how even now like you said your new music 17 is sharing the inspiration from this journey from this two-year journey and to know that just to what just within the last two weeks just the last two weeks that was my i've been i mean i've took steps but walking literally no one touching me with a walker Mm -hmm. i took 126 steps just last not last week but the week before that thursday and uh i i I was about into tears when i saw it because i honestly i didn't even know i didn't even know i was walking by myself i was just walking and I'm a pusher, so I'm in my mind. I'm just be a bull, be a bull, be a bull, be a bull, and I'm walking. Mm. And I just got in the car with my mom, and I almost screamed. I was like, "Yo, mom, I'm walking by myself." And my mom was like, "I told you, you didn't know it." And I was like, "No." <laughs> so I was just like so excited, and I, I mean, I'm uh, Facebook and, and Instagram has definitely become a big part of my journey. I'm taking them on this journey along with me. Yes. So uh, if you if you follow me, everybody can kind of see um, I post a lot and I post you can go back and see when I couldn't move at all. 
Mm. You know, and and to see that and then you see the journey of me now is just mm-hmm. I look at it and sometimes I'm looking at it like I'm looking at somebody else. I'm like, oh, that's pretty dope. You know, so it's definitely been a blessing. Well, Reggie, I am so grateful for your for your life, first and foremost, so much, for this Reggie. story. Um, I know that the music that you're making, because I had a chance to listen to one of the songs, which is amazing. Nice vibe, nice groove uh, with, that, with that soulfulness to it. I want you yes. all to go to check out all of his social media. I'm going to definitely go back through and see the miracle that you are in progress. And uh, be sure to go to all digital platforms and look for Reggie Halsey. That's right. A legend. A legend indeed. Look for his new Project 17. And And the other one that's new to come as well. That's the legacy one that we were speaking of. That's my new group. So that's a new group of me and my friends and brothers. And so we're working on the new uh, it's going to be a new one uh, with my group called Legacy, and we're putting out a new group, uh, a new album, and that's actually to come pretty soon. Well, congratulations on all Thank the new so music. And I just want to say this, that I'm really grateful because I, you know, I did know that you used to do fitness, so salute to you in having that, you know, still a part of that. And I know um, that you used to be very stylish, so I know that right. you definitely- <laughs> have been portraying that and it's really been good to see just the um, the family of love that you have in your social media and uh, for those who have been inspired by today's story i suggest you also follow him as well if you want to follow him on instagram a very interesting name super villain super (laughs) villain uh we're looking forward to that thank you all so very much any last words you want to share before we go I don't know. I'm just just do your best to do your best to live your best. That's all I can say. Ooh, that's good. Ooh, I see that. <laughs> do your best to live your best. Thank you, Reggie. You're welcome, Christy. Thank you. And thank you everyone for checking us out, the Christy Taylor Show, here inside the Taylor Tilton Hour here on Comcast 31 in Memphis. Watch the replays on YouTube as well as listen to the show on your favorite podcast platform. Until next time.